You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, everybody. This week of Let's Do Some Radio was brought to you by Let's Do Some Consulting, your one-stop shop for your writing and editing needs. Hey, this is what, week three, I think? Uh, cover letters, resumes, ghostwritten letters of recommendation, academic essays, all of that. We got you. Head to whatsuitshim.com backslash consulting or the project's various social mediums to learn how to get in on our introductory specials. Um, listen, I know y'all don't like to write and keeping it a buck. I'm sick of seeing terrible writing. So, um, help me help you guys. Um, I'm adding this to the portfolio more as like a societal good than for me to make any real money from this. So, uh, get in where you fit in, get at the introductory specials. They're really cheap. Uh, whatsuitshim.com slash consulting or just email consulting at whatsuitshim.com to find out how to get in. Uh, we're also brought to you by the Kindred Music and Culture Festival scheduled for July 21st at Detroit's Roosevelt Park. Um, the festival is being hosted by the Detroit Queen of Comedy, Miss D'Lo Brown, and headlined by Payroll Giovanni of Doughboy's Cash Out, and also features performances by Bev Love, Super Kane, my sister Super Cool Wicked, Mona Lee's Tiny Jag, and my bro uh, Willie Mac Jr. Uh, much love to Willie and the festival's coordinator, uh, Leah, for coming through last week to talk about the festival. Make sure y'all get y'all tickets ASAP. Go to KindredFestival.com for more information. Again, that's www.kindredfestival.com. Uh, Teen Cedric Guild will be in attendance as a vendor, so make sure you come through to our table and say what up, though. And speaking of Teen Cedric Guild, this episode of What Susan Radio is lastly brought to you by the Fundraiser 2, our now seasonal space tournament. Uh, come out and get whipped on in some space July 15th, the Sunday after this one, from noon to 5 at the DeQuinder Cut Freight Yard in Detroit. Uh, food trucks, opportunities to win prizes, and there will be a cash prize for the tournament's winner. Um, I doubt Team 112 loses. Shout out to Slim, but, uh, you know, stranger things have happened, so come out and try your luck. Uh, send your $20 deposit to the Team Cedric Guild Cash App to secure your team spot today. That's the dollar sign, the dollar sign sign, and uh, Team Cedric Guild, all won't work. It's going to be a good time, guys. Uh, we have about 11 or 12 teams signed up, so uh, pull up on the kids and um, enjoy yourselves. Um, today we have Keenan and Cardo of the Beat the Buzzer podcast. Keenan just stepped out, but uh, uh, we're probably just going to talk about basketball. Honestly, I've been wanting to have like a full basketball podcast since I've been doing this. Me and Keenan had one maybe a year ago. Uh, I was going to try to get Keenan and Cardo on, what, two months ago? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, so they finally, we, I finally got him in. So uh, cool, we're about to get started. Um, but first, uh, my brother Willie May Jr. Yeah, I'm the. Detroit's own savior, Detroit's own plug, Detroit's own future, Detroit's own love, I'm Detroit's own, yeah, I'm Detroit's own, yeah, and I never asked for my heart back, you can have it without all you talk me What's good, bro? What's good, man? Young Cardo, uh, introduce yourself for the people. Yeah, I'm Cardo, one of the co-hosts of Beat the Buzzer. Beat the Buzzer podcast. Um, how long y'all been doing, y'all? It'll be two years in September. Two years in September. Yeah. Yeah. I I was kind of, because I remember when y'all got started, I was like, I want to do that. And I was just very proud of the initiative y'all took, because I didn't really even really know how to get started for real. Oh, yeah. I should have gave him the code. <laughs> Keenan got locked out. He's on his way back in, y'all. Um, so, yeah. Um, you and Keenan started the podcast, mostly talking about sports, right? Yeah. that's It, it literally started with us being strictly sports. And then, like, we kind of branched out maybe a couple years, like, what about six months out? We started branching out, started talking about more other all these other topics. When we started yeah. having more guests on the show, yeah, young Keenan Terry in the building. Yes, sir. Say what's yes, up to sir. the people. Oh no, absolutely, KT here, man. Nice to nice to be back again, man. It's it's funny because I think back to the first time I was on the show. Yeah, I think it was maybe second or third episode, mm-hmm. and 
you, it's kind of like us, like how we didn't really have anywhere that we were going at first and we were kind of switching up. We used to do podcasts on our phones and things like that, recording. Listen, yeah. Them struggle days. Yeah, I was trapping man. off the MacBook. That yeah, was barely the working. Now off the MacBook in the basement. Hell yeah. Um, we was using like a garage. Garage band. Yeah, garage band. So yeah. it's kind of funny to see how we've all kind of come and, and evolved yeah. a little bit with our different podcasts. Man, so you got a little bit more money in our pockets. Amen. Man. Man, Bless amen God. to that. Hope we make the podcast start start getting us all a little bit more money yeah. in general. You know, in general, I feel like we are pretty good at this, decent enough. Yeah, I think so, especially with the way like media goes now. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's avenues. Like we we can't be worse than some of the people. Man, that we, we know what we I'm be talking about, bro. That's I am better than Skip Bayless. <laughs> is all I got to say when it comes to elite sports. I mean, no, him and Nick Wright. Like, yeah, yeah. That's I, what it yeah. is. Like, I feel like we know about a lot of different things. Like, it might not be like one subject that we're experts at, but I feel like we know enough about a lot of different areas. I'm yeah. an expert at everything I talk about. I don't know. I don't know about you. I mean, dog, just don't <laughs> just don't be going into arguments ignorant, bro. That's all I be having to say. Because man, Skip clearly be trolling, dog. Like the sh- the stuff he be saying is like, dude, you don't believe you that. All of them troll. Yeah, None of them believe at this that point, they say. At this I mean, point, I think Nick Wright might money. believe it because he'd be very like buttoned up. He'd be like, LeBron is better than Kobe because Kobe, and I'd be like, all right, Nick, talk your shit, bro. I, mean, I need them to just go ahead throw Nick away. Whoever you get your paycheck, <laughs> throw Nick away. Like Stephen ain't been getting paychecks from yelling his whole career, and I mean, still yelling. Yeah, still, yeah. Like, everybody has to come into game and, and kind of make their way of why they're going to be famous. And I know for Stephen A, it's a little bit different, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like we could definitely do that. Like, Yeah. yeah somebody hire us, man. More or less story. We just need a chance. Somebody just need to, like, hear the song. Right. Like, I've been trying to get somebody to tag Bill Simmons for, like, a year now. Just, man. Man, just just listen to one pod. Like, if just you one. give me... If you let me pick out like a solid like ten minutes, I think you should listen to. Like, I think I can make a g- very great case of why you could at least put me on like a like a guest basis. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or let me like quote unquote intern out the pet out the right. podcast spot and like come on every once in a while. Yeah. I'm still mad you never submitted that tape like you're supposed to a while back. What yeah, that, that would have got us. That could have got us put on, but yeah, man, we don't I, leave that alone. I messed, messed up the bag, man. I, I possibly did. Yeah, man. I. uh I'm thankful to be here. I Amen. appreciate it. You know, um, hey. Beat the Buzz is going to come yeah. back again one day. It's a little bit better. We're going to get working on my it. My name is Paul. That's between y'all. <laughs> anyway. But so what's your favorite part about doing it? What's your least favorite part about podcasting so far? As you've noticed. Oh, my least favorite part. And he does this a lot more now. So, I mean, I don't. I don't know if I can say for me, but it's probably the technical aspect of it because, like, we don't come to school. Like, we do, we still do it off of, like, an app on the computer and everything yeah. like that. So, probably messing with it and the app that we use, it just is not, we can't edit on it. So, that's probably my biggest pet peeve um, for you. My biggest thing, I guess, is, like, me, like me and my personal time when it comes to it because a lot of, like, I can, I know how to do a lot of editing. But the problem would be, be, be having time to export it, then edit it, then mm-hmm. resubmit it. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of that will come in. Cause like I, I took over the technical part of it probably about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And like strictly, like that strictly became like my actual job when it came to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The technical part, like I would catch myself doing it. Cause I mean, I work better at night anyway, but I would catch myself editing at like 1231 and then I wouldn't be done till like 334. And then it's like, I go to bed. Like, oh my God, this took four, this took so long. And when oh, I first started chopping genius. it up, I would be like, this ain't going to take that long. But between the editing, the posting, the like getting it so the timestamp so people can click where they want to click, it, that takes a lot of work. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Timestamps is key. I think probably the best part, and I don't know if this works for everybody, is 
the mint, the little platform that you kind of get from being able to mm-hmm. talk. Like a lot of the stuff, especially when we first started, with it still being sports related, was stuff that might like us three or maybe like a couple of the fellas. You know, you kind of can talk to them about it. But then you realize, like, man, you now you got a platform where even if only twenty people listen, like somebody, kind of how we might bite some people's opinions, like in the in the the bigger world or certain, per se or like sports mm-hmm. world, people kind of start biting your stuff. And as you kind of cha- as we kind of changed our um our topic sometimes and always being sports related, it kind of made it so much better because now the important things, whether it be about race, politics, whatever mm-hmm. it was. More people was hearing it, and right. we also saw like kind of like our number that people would listen jump a little bit more because mm-hmm. we got more interest and things like that. So for me, it's just having that miniature platform that's the most fun. Yeah, Shoot, I've had the most fun just meeting random people. That, yeah, like, I, honestly, yeah, random. Like shoot, that's low key. So like when we met, was kind of almost one of like, oh right, yeah, he's we won him on a pod before Carabana mm-hmm. actually happened. Mm-hmm. But like the original like mention of you was you coming through for the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to because I mean I have had mostly people I know so far on, but like last week when um when Willie brought Leon, I was like, okay, cool, this would be different because I don't really know her like that. I've seen her before, but mm-hmm. it'll be a good good person to talk to, and she was cool. We vibed. I'm like, okay, like she's this is a new like connect, it's a new friend, and so hopefully like in the next at least year or so I can start interviewing people I don't know because that'll be that'll be a good little divert because it's it's comfortable coming here with people like y'all that I do know. Like this is an easy mm-hmm. conversation, right? right. But, to have like forty five minutes to an hour, somebody you've never talked to before, that's got to be hard. That's got to be. We did. We had at least. I don't. I don't remember if you knew Shani or not, but uh, you it's knew funny, her boyfriend. I was just literally her. about to bring up Shani too. But for our Black Panther episode, we had a guest. Like literally, she goes. She came to my apartment. I'd never met her before, but because of a friend that I've known since like first grade, she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, she, I can get her to come through because we want her to shout out this self-care Sunday thing they were doing. Right. So we had her come through. I'm like, I never met her before. So her and her boyfriend sitting in my apartment waiting for Keen to Jam to get there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, all right, so I'm trying to make small talk throughout all of this and everything. It was weird trying to like hold a conversation with somebody that you don't know. Yeah. But like once we got to talking, right. it starts it, to everything flow. just flows like to smoothly. Flow. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean you just got to find common ground. Like that's the mm-hmm. but I mean getting to the point of finding that common ground can sometimes be tedious because I mean that's that's just natural. If you don't know a person, you're not about to be super open with them. And and both people got to be willing to do right. it too. Like it's kind of hard, or it kind of reminds me of when I say relationships. I mean even friendships. But like you said, it's okay. I don't want this conversation to be a continuous what you're doing or how was your day type stuff, mm-hmm. but. Somebody's got to take the first thing and like talk about their mama or something like that or talk about like something outside of their day. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I know you don't know this person's name I'm about to say, but like my friend, blah, this, blah, blah, this, blah, did X, Y, Z. And the other person got to be like, oh, for real? I had somebody that you'll never probably meet or that you haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes into what you're saying. But I think that that's also kind of uh, what I like. And so I don't want to derail your show, but I no, have no. one question. And I kind of posed this on Twitter today. What's something that you are really good or great at, but you hate to do? Yeah, that's why you dislike tweet doing. Um, I got an array of things, but just to kind of start it off, uh, mine was planning. I'm really, I've been told that I'm really good at planning, whether it be yep, trips, things like that. I appreciate I that with confidence. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I'll be honest, I don't like it. I'm, I'm one of the people that likes going with the flow. Like, I'll mm-hmm. be honest, I can kind of be a last minute person. So that would be my thing. Like, apparently I'm good at planning. I've heard it a few different times, but I'm not a big fan of doing it, like planning things out. Hmm. I'm gonna defer to Cardo because I don't know why yet. I'm still thinking. So, I guess this is what the, what I'm good at. People like to come to me with their problems, but I'm really not that friendly. So I really don't yeah, want to talk to you. Okay, about I'm, issues, I'm just gonna so. bite yours 100. <laughs> because yeah, people are mad friendly, bro. Like people will just tell you about their life, 
And I don't know. I don't think I have a friendly disposition. I, I literally walk around with headphones in to make sure people don't talk to me. No, see, <laughs> I, I look friendly because I'll smile all the time. Yeah, I, I but don't. I, but the thing <laughs> is, like, I'm really not, I'm, like, Loki, like, I don't like people. I'm really not that friendly. Like, people that I, I vibe with, Loki, you just got lucky that you caught me on the right day. <laughs> the truth be told. Like, me and KT started off not being friends. It took, like, a year, and he just caught me on the right day, and all of a sudden, we were like, all right, but he, cool. But he a friendly nigga, though. Like, he gonna wear yeah. you down. That's the thing. Keenan don't hate nobody. Def, we no, became friends friend because of a mutual friend. I mean, if, I'll be honest. He tells that story, or he tells me. I shouldn't say tell that story, but he tells me this often. And I'll be honest. I don't really remember much. Like, I told you I was a hater. Not liking. No, no, I was a fine. hater. That's fine. You And you probably didn't even know who I was at that point. I was just being a hater at that time. You're I'm right. not going to lie. I did, but that's the game. Um, It's <laughs> funny. And so just to give a couple examples that I got early, which it was great to see the amount of people that responded. Because, you know, sometimes on Twitter, if you catch it the wrong part of the day, you can you get zero no replies. Yeah. Like, you could have thought of the greatest question in the world, like, almost solved the cure to cancer. But if you say it at the wrong time, nobody's going to show you love. <laughs> so, <laughs> Two retweets. Yeah. So Man, cure to cancer got no love. It took low-key, like, the right person to respond. But what I got a lot were these two things, what I'll say. It's writing. You, I, was, I wasn't surprised with that because myself, I'm not a big fan of writing. Um, and I think a lot of it comes from like, like academic stuff, like having to start citing and things like that. And the other was kind of what you guys said, like having to be friendly or like connecting with strangers. Cause it's, it's, it's just like you said, it's, it can be difficult sometimes. Like you're not invested in it sometimes. Like that's what a lot of people are saying. Like you find yourself not being invested in I think social media uh, people thing is, or interacting. I'm like, <clears throat> I take in all those different energies of people that I talk to. So like, especially like when they're from my job, I have to constantly talk to different people I don't mm-hmm. know. So it's it's normal for me to constantly do it. I don't like it, but then it. So like every time I meet somebody different, and they especially when they get to tell me their life stories and stuff, I'm taking in all that energy, negative or positive, they're dishing out, and that's the part I don't like about it. Yeah, that's the fair part. I think, um, I mean, in that vein, I. I know I'm very like empathetic, empathic. I I still don't know which one it is. I've been trying to figure that shit out. Um, <laughs> but whichever one, I, I'm very much that. And so it's hard for me because I just want people to be happy, man. And if you if you venting to me will like help you be happier, then cool. I, I've served my purpose to you. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't mind being like the shoulder for somebody to like not even cry on, but just like lean on while they yell at the world. That's cool. But then it's also like. Why you pick me? <laughs> like of all of all the people, like we, like you know what I mean. Like all the people you could have talked to, but I guess that means I'm a decent person to talk to. Then. So I should take pride in it. Yeah, I think yeah. it. I think people. It, it means really one of a few things, or, or it could be all three. Is one people probably value what advice you're going to give back if it's the situation when they need advice. Um, two, they think that you're trustworthy enough for like their problems will kind of stay like with you, or at least amongst the people that it deserves to be amongst. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess just lastly is. Like, like you said, you're, you're, you're going to listen or you're going to give them time. Sometimes it's not about yeah. listening. Like sometimes they know you're not actually listening, but you're at least going to give them time and not like brush them off. And we're all guilty of doing these things. But most of the times when we sit there and they talk to us, those are kind of the three things or at least one of those three things that ran through their mind, you know, in those leading up moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Everybody needs somebody to vent to. They do. Even check on your strong friend. That's been like the hot tweet recently, but I mean it's yeah, true. As corny as it though. is, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's check on your strong friend, man. Yeah, yeah. it's especially in today's age. Like I, I think, like social media, and this is a, a two a double headed sword, a double headed sword. But I think social media really does give us the the outlet or the opportunity to connect with so many more people and to keep in touch with certain friends. I enjoy it. I know some people say, you know, you don't get to you don't interact with people the same. 
But to me, with doing that, I'm able to keep up with not just more people, but with people in a different way. Because there's some people that you can genuinely say are like your friends that you care about. But we're not going to call or text two or three times a week. So it's like being able to social media, I can kind of keep up. Like, hey, you know, either A, you're going through something. Or, hey, let's kind of keep up. You know, you around the city, whatever it is. Yeah. You, know, you can kind of make that quick connection. With like, oh, man, you, you're going out for drinks. I'm kind of down this way. You mind if I come along? So, um I think checking on your strong friends doesn't always necessarily have to be that text or call that sometimes we try to make it to be, but maybe just even a few. And I'm using Twitter because that's, that's kind of the platform that I use the most, but it could be just a few tweets their way that are more than just, you know, talking to the timeline, but actually talking to them. Actually, I'm like, even with this, like, even with that, a like or a comment on a random post that there's all of a sudden it's like, all right, cool. You know what? Somebody's still checking for me. Yeah. It, it really does change the difference for you in that moment. It's yeah. like, especially like, all right, so somebody who I normally don't rock with. Or I don't like that's not 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 part of my inner circle. Then like hit up. I'm like, all right, cool. You know what? Somebody's still checking up on me here and there. Cool. I'm like, it helps like slightly the mental state. Yeah. Whether you care about social media or not, because I'm not a big social media person. No, that's real. Like I, I post only vacations. I was yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm about to be Debbie Downer and be like, but yeah. On the flip side, there's people who really don't give a fuck about you who still be just like. Oh no! Looking at your stuff, and at that point, it's like you just gotta weed some of that stuff out here. Yeah, man, but I mean, I mean that's, that's personal discernment, you, right? That's personal discernment. You said what? I mean, people can come talk to you personally and really not care. Like, I mean, if, if I like, <laughs> if, we do this often. I, I can admit that we do this often. Oh. I, you may, I don't, I can't really speak, but me and Lee do this often. There'll be people that'll come up to us like if we're out and either start a conversation with us or like if we're out at a party and we haven't seen them in a while, they'll come like, man, y'all, what's been good? And we'll both have the same reaction back, excited, you know, and all that. That person will leave. We'll both be like, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> or, dog, I didn't I I really mess with I them always first. feel like, so I, always, yeah. Yeah, I always feel bad when that happens. I mean, it, I don't have the latter happen so much. People who didn't like me back in the day definitely don't like me now. No, it's not but, so much a dislike, but just like you didn't rock me. It's kind of like, don't be acting like you that happy to see me because we still barely talk not necessarily an upset thing or like didn't like you but just like we were never that type of friendship yeah. where we talk like that but i guess that's my like yeah yeah uh, yeah like yeah. where my I life has gone since then i don't see people like that that often we have gone our separate ways but hence i did go to a small private school so it's very say, easy to avoid people rat too though so oh. you know what fight me just go ahead like it's not, let, the, let not during known. the show guys. not during the show sheesh <laughs> can't wait till seven Christ like no but no you right like I don't I don't know I don't because because I have I growth those the, the the insecure little meme the growth I've I've experienced I think man I'm not I don't care no more but it it is it is always kind of weird when people like see you out and dap you up it's like I I don't know. But that means we shouldn't be holding on to certain stuff no more, man. Like those expectations that we had about stuff in the past, we need to let that go. People have grown, people have matured, and even if they haven't, they ain't got nothing to do with us. No, you know for real. And I mean, I think why it doesn't bother me. I just think we both will look and we'll be like, man, we really don't know who that. Or like, it it'll take it'll take a while. Yeah, it always so takes like, a while. Um, and the, and the crazy part is we say that, and most time we're in a social setting when we do that, so we should really expect. That, so, yeah, you know, that somebody, yeah, to see people, people will speak, which is cool because, like, you don't want to be walking around and people just like mean mug you or not speak, but it's still just kind of one of those lines. You like, all right, bro, yeah, good dap up, yeah. But I mean, hey, if you that happy to see me, I'm glad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's, I, I do appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I, like you said, I like make people happy. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, like, because that happened a couple weeks ago, and I was like, it took me a while to remember who he was, and then when I remember, I was like, oh, that's my man. It's like, it's good to see dude. Like, cool, 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 cool. But, yeah, the first five minutes is like, it's, it's rough. Yeah, yeah, like, dang, I know that guy. <laughs> like, 
oh yeah, especially me since I'm bad with names. So yeah. I'll have to like try to remember where I know you from, yeah. if anything. So no, it's it's not bad. I enjoy it. Like and like you said, when you realize that that's your man, you almost want to run into him again so you right. can really chop it up this time. Right. Because yeah, the first time you just be trying to, <laughs> you looking for contest clues, just so you can so you can say his name and feel good about man, yourself. Spending three minutes, like man, where do I know him from? Man, where do I know him from? Oh man, yeah. At, at that point, it becomes like your own pride. Like I know this. Is, I, like what is his name? He's saying too many stories. Right. right. He knows yeah, too he much. Yeah, he knows. Like he know. Like, yeah, he know. He knows too much. And I guess for us, like now that we're older, of course we have more realms that it could have been. But like at least when we were younger, what could kind of weed it out is I knew if it was a guy most of the time, it was from like sports. It was like from mm-hmm. hoop or school. But now like we've traveled all over the country or all over the world or done whatever it is. And we run into people all the time from different circles, like friends of friends or whatever. So it's really like, man, I might have only met you twice and you might be Larry's best, you know, like his, yeah, his homie on another side. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I feel terrible. And then I remember, I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It t- it always takes a second. But I mean, like you said, then when you do, <clears throat> it's always love. Always. And that's always what we promote here at West Houston Radio and at Beat the Buzzer Podcast is love. Love, man. Shout out to Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love us for real. I love us for real. Uh, all right, I, we got 40 minutes left. I want to talk about hoop. Um, what the hell did Demarcus Cousins just do last night? Broke the league more than what is already broken. He might it might not work out, man. He gonna be hurt the first six months anyway. So they about to be the same squad, man. Then he's gonna integrate him in. Especially they gonna play Zaza till January, and I you know who you know who I'm Wait, sick Zaza of Zaza Pachulia. No, no, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, is he really on that team? Still? I, I think he still has a year left on his deal. I can look. Wow, like he's still though. collecting checks. I don't know. He was still collecting checks for them. Wait, I thought he, they let him. go. I was mad when he was starting. Like, why are we starting Zaza Pachulia? No, for I was like, I'm not even. The, I'm not gonna say I'm like the biggest Javale McGee person, but I would start Javale. I would start Javale easily. That was their best lineup. Like they even it was like stats prove that that was their best lineup on the floor. I mean, really, I was actually mad they let him go. My wife, why would y'all let Javale go to L? Hey, what y'all do? I'm like, oh, got you. <laughs> so my thing with Boogie, and I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you, Boogie just did really. Boogie just finesse. Like Boogie was really just being a Detroiter, and and let me tell you how that goes. So <laughs> Detroit is king of finessing. Like if you've ever lived anywhere else, don't nobody finesse like us. So I bring it up like this. Boogie said, "I'm coming off an Achilles tear." New Orleans probably wasn't going to give me the super max deal that I wanted because they, they want to be cautious. And I'm a big man. So really, you never know how I'm going to come back from this Achilles. Let me sign this $5 million contract. I'm going to get paid. I'm going to get this I'm range. Only, I'm only going to have to pay in a, play in about 25 to 30 regular season games. He'll probably come around right around All-Star break, maybe January. He'll get about 25 to 30 in. You'll get the, I'm going to say 20, and I'm being very generous by 20 when I say that, playoff games in. So I'm, I'm giving them four losses all throughout the playoffs, and that's me being generous again. I, I, don't, think, very generous. I don't think they'll really lose more than once, and I'm giving that one loss to the Rockets that they'll probably take. But um, I say that all to say this. He's going to play in 50 games or less, win an NBA championship, do just enough, meaning he'll probably score, but by the time they work him back in there, he'll probably score about 18 to 24, 22 points. He was scoring 26 last year. He'll get less shots, about 18 to 22 points. And he'll still average. That's, that's awesome, though. Like, yeah, the crazy part about it is, like, this is the that, greatest upgrade at center in, like, NBA history. For a, for a champion to get the Marcus Cousins, that's no. insane. Like you that's already insane. He's going to cash team. in on that check next year. And, the, and their weak spot was that their center literally was just out there because they needed a fifth man on the court. Now they have, like, a top three center in the league. Shoot, before the what end, the he might have been the best. Well, so what's so crazy? Boogie, like you said, he's going to get the ring, and then he's going to get $200 million over from five somewhere. years after that. Yeah, from somewhere. No, from, from anywhere. And the crazy part, after he gets that ring, and it's, I know, I'm not going to say this like I know Boogie personally, but just kind of the person that you've seen him become. Boogie will be happy almost going to not a trash team, but just another team that's like 
All right. I was like, whoever offers him the most money, he's like, all right, cool. Let me go ahead and get I'm, surp- I'm really surprised like Washington didn't go get him. Everybody been saying no, that. Shoot. Well, you know what Dwight Howard, said? so I don't know if you got the update. Dwight Howard is going to Washington. He's he's going to finish his buyout with the Nets today. Got the update about 10 minutes before we go. So he, he's going to finish his buyout right. with the Nets, and he's going to go to John Wall might smack him, like open hand smack him across but the do, face. do you know why that might work for them, though, on the court? It's just because John Wall is not a great shooter yet, but a nice screen and roll. Dwight Howard can still get you a decent lob at here and there, and Bradley Beal in the corner. I think I they say, need more pieces. Dwight pe- still give you 18 last year anyway? Yeah, I mean, I think Dwight's they still need bad, more man. pieces, but yeah, I mean, that's why it'll work for them. He's a better version of Martin Gorsat, but um, yeah, like, I guess, and it's a year early, so it's kind of hard to say, but if I had to say, I would say not only is, is Boogie going to go get paid, but I wouldn't be surprised if he went to the East. Go to the East. Get you on a good team and still be a playoff contender. Because think about it like this. Now, I don't know Al Horford's contract situation, but Boston, let's say if Al Horford's in his last year, if he's only got two years left, you might try to seek out or, you know, you try to get rid of him, per se. You can get Boogie there that's already on a good team. Um, who else at the top of the East, per se, like in that top five? Sorry, uh, he ain't going to Toronto. Hey, you can see, the crazy part, you can see him in Toronto. I, here. I mean, of course, we, um, we're talking a year out, but the reason why Toronto would work, Valanciunas you can kind of get rid of, or Ibaka if you're only going to keep one. You probably get rid of Valanciunas first. Yeah. But you got if you get DeRozan and you get Lowry to stay, you got three All Stars there. I know none of us really had faith in playoff uh, Lowry. They need to, wrong, get, they but, to come off Lowry and just but, let Van Vliet run this team. So here's why the they were so bad in this past postseason. Though that's the funny part. Well, that was DeRozan. Lowry no, it was, but I mean, no, but you, I, no, I agree. I don't believe in Lowry can play all time. It ain't even lack of belief. It's just you've reached your ceiling with Kyle Lowry, bro. Like he's not no getting no better. Ceiling. Yeah, he's not. No, he's not, he no, no, he's not getting no better. But here's, I guess, here's my thing. Whenever people start like wanting to replace people, like in my GM mode per se, mm-hmm. who do you think? We gonna go get like if I'm the GM. And Apparently, somebody, people like Fred VanVleet. I don't really care about the guy, but I, I have no problem a lot with of that. Good, like people uh, like my him. thing is, I feel like there's always that backup point guard who just needed a shot that yeah. could seriously because Lowry was uh, that yeah. Lowry was that backup at he one was. point before he proved his point. Shoot, Reggie Jackson before he came to the Pistons was showing that, that same thing. Still so, a bum, but so I'm glad that you brought up Reggie Jackson. Here's I'm just why. saying. So there's always a backup point guard that just need their shot. They might be able to prove. Like, shoot, even look at Rozier. Kyrie went out hurt. All of a sudden, Rozier became that guy. Correct. I'm glad you actually brought him up too because you're, you're actually proving my point as we talk. Um, I say that to say this. I like Ish Smith for the Pistons and when he was with the Sixers. Fred Van Vliet is a very good point guard. He's also not a starting point guard in a system where he needs to be featured. Here's what I mean by that. If he's going to start he should still be capped at right around 27 minutes, 25 to 27 minutes, because players like that, just like Ishmith, as much as I like them, they're not mm, starting minute caliber players. I disagree, because at least Fred Van Vliet can shoot a three. Ishmith can't, can't well, Yes, no, no, no. That's not me saying that he's not better than Ishmith, but in general, you need like he, his talent on a team that is trying to win a championship or make it to the finals. He can't be playing significant starting minutes. Like Terry Rozier, don't get me wrong, played great, very great. But Terry Rozier right now is the time that Boston should be like dangling him. Oh, like he's he gonna get, get he's got right all now. the value. Somebody is willing to overpay him to play thirty five minutes a game where they think that he'll flourish. I don't I don't even know if that's true. No, all these teams are smart. Like the only dumb teams that's left is like Sacramento and Sacramento. Like I don't you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I don't I mean like, you got the Knicks. well, maybe the Knicks will go in a different route, but they I think they're still on the the dummy list for yeah, me. The but, Knicks is still stupid too. They ain't off that list yet. No, that's fair. I just don't know if like because we we are like average basketball minds theoretically, and I don't think any of us would trade for Terry Rozier. I don't see the point. He's still your, mean, he's still your first guard off the bench. My he's team not don't need him, so you're right. So I, I'm about to say, I also think it kind of comes to team need. I think sometimes we do forget 
as a Sixers fan, I know we don't need them. Is you got to realize who yeah. who's who's telling you what your team needs. Like, so let's say for example, if you're the GM, you're in, in charge of all player personnel. Are you a business person or are you like basketball minded? Because if your coach is kind of running things, your I'm coach the, might say like your coach might like the system. And I, I say this to, to you, this example. Um, Stan Van Gundy is easy just because he's kind of like hometown us, but he was the GM and the coach. So he kind of knew what style he wanted to run. Now, granted, I don't think that he followed through on the style he wanted to do, but that kind of is also what goes to the Doc Rivers, um, where when he tried to change styles, you can't change players as quickly as you change your style up. Like you still have to change the style to go with the roster. So you saw that Dwayne Casey, when he changed his offense this year, they struggled in the beginning. And then once the offense started to flow, even DeRozan said that they started to like him more, but in the beginning of the season they had, you know, uh, there's all, especially you got players used to playing certain, like certain styles. It's an adjustment period. Yeah. So you was going to have that, that yeah. rocky road. No, I mean, I'm just looking at pure talent because Isaiah Thomas is literally unplayable now. Like, I feel like he's bad. I, do we, do we I ever put think that we were fooled by Isaiah Thomas? Though? I think I feel like I, we were fooled. But he, how no, you no, go from having thirty a night to literally put, not being able to play I put, no more? I put that on his injury though. Like, I, look, Grant, no, Grant, I know. I say this. Brad Stevens had him in the situation that where he could fully flourish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would ever. He was ever going to be like leaving there. He would never have got back to that point. I don't think he would have dropped off that much. No, that's a my that's a is, Steve drop. No, Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach, no, but I, yeah, is, I don't but, think you but, can but, hide but that much. But thirty a night? No, no, no. Oh. My thing is when you're a good scorer, which Isaiah Thomas had proven he was a good yeah. scorer. The injury definitely plays a factor in that. But I, I feel like he he might have lost about five points a game, and he might have been like a twenty-two to twenty-five range instead of that twenty-eight to thirty range. No, without, um, if you wouldn't have got hurt, but after that trade, granted, not with the Cavs because LeBron no, yeah, and point no, guards no, don't thrive. The Cavs, but I think. He's a volume shooter, and I know it's tough in today's league because we don't think yeah. about a lot of volume shooters outside of like James Harden, Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook, guys like that. Not Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. I mean, yeah, but he's still new. But and he's gonna keep me a volume shooter. No, he's still no, he'll do that. But I say that to say like people that we watch. I say to say this: when you're five nine, granted he can shoot well, but when you're five six in real life, five five in real life, not the five nine that they put you on paper, there's not much that you're gonna be able to do against certain guys that are four inches taller than you. Six inches taller than you, a foot taller than you, and still kind of around your like quickness and things like that. You're not getting around too many of them. You're not going to shoot over many. And he did have an outbreak season, but since you're not getting superstar calls quite yet, you're not making up some of those points at the free throw line. Um, I mean, it, it, does he still have value? Yeah, he can go somewhere on a poor team and probably start or go to a, a good okay. contending team. Be but bro, he was up. a leading scorer on an Eastern Conference finalist. That's my point. Like, how do you he, he go? Also, for- shot like twenty times a game. But he still's averaging thirty. Like that don't change that he's averaging thirty. So if you make it to the NBA, it, really, if you're in any league, let me just say any league, you could be in a rec league today. Jokes aside, you could be in a rec league. If you shoot twenty to twenty five times a game, you have no choice but to no, score at least. I ain't going with that. Most of the top scores in the league over the past like roughly 15, 20 years have been volume shooters. LeBron's yeah. like the one exception to that rule. I mean, Brian still shoots like 18, 19 times statement. a game. I mean, no, I still stand by my statement. No, I, I, mean, I don't change like, nothing about like top, James Harden and Russell so, Westbrook. So we talk about him all the time. So to be a top scorer in general, you're going to be a volume shooter. So that's one thing. Like, so I don't, I don't kind of – scores in general are going to shoot more because that's what you're – Yeah, that's, that's your job. Who do you think is right. a better score, Isaiah Thomas or Russell Westbrook? The fact that you had to pause should definitely prove my point at this moment. Well, I don't. I still don't know your point. <laughs> is, is that I'm gonna say like, he please was, make that clear. He <laughs> was hidden. He he couldn't. He's not a very good bet. Like he's better than me, so I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to be like you yeah, know. Skip that. Like I, ignore, but, I ignore regular. Yeah, people like that. they're all. But he than he's us. not a very good basketball. Like the value that he has. No, There's I, no reason no, he should. I would never build a team around Isaiah Thomas. I can make. And I guess what I mean is that is that a lot of people not Russ for a lot of different things. But Isaiah Thomas was trying to do the things that Russ did. 
but he also not only didn't have the size, but wasn't that, quite right. as good. Like he probably could shoot better. I'm but sure I wouldn't have built a team around <clears throat> Russ either, though. Like he would be a second fiddle on whatever team I built. But that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> the fact that, that you think you could put Russell Westbrook at the second fiddle is also no, quite funny. That's why I wouldn't pick him. I wouldn't pick Russ. Period. But we're also another. talking to Sam Presti Jr. to my right here, so uh, we don't have Who? to talk. We don't have to talk about the Thunder because. Who? Who the <laughs> fuck? Do you read my website, Sam? No, Presti no. Jr.? I know you hate Sam Presti, so but you're also like but you're also like the GM of OKC. Nigga, I don't watch that team no more. What are you talking about? Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh, quick question. Another NBA joint. Did y'all see that uh, Jimmy Butler doesn't want to resign with the Thunder? I mean, with the T-Wolves because of Carl uh, Anthony Towns? That, wait, really? Because yep. of him? Based on, well, I'll play this Bleacher Report reported earlier today. Main reason is because he doesn't like the attitude of the youngins. I'm like, bro, you've been around Tibbs too long. Like, Tibbs is going to break everybody's knees in their first Yeah, I heard he didn't like Wiggins. I didn't hear anything about Towns. Yeah, they, they, they mentioned Cat. They mentioned Cat today in the article. I kind of skimmed through it though. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna just send that to me later. Yeah, I got you. I, I guess my thing is, where do, like where does the Jimmy go? Like like to me, he, oh, he doesn't to LA. help the league. No, he's going he, to LA. I think he could. Yes, but I don't know if he helps. They don't like, have nobody else left to pick up, so that's where he's going. No, I mean no no. What you're saying makes sense. Like I'm not trying to discredit it, but I'm really like okay. Can, can we all take a moment? Like can we like be. I don't even know if we can do it because, of course, people have taken things. But, like, if you were the GM of the Lakers, let's say everybody could just be GM of the Lakers. What's your move right now? This year? I need a time machine to go back to yesterday before I sign Ray John Rondo. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, not let's, even, let's not do it like no, If I was like the this. GM of the Lakers. If you're the GM of the Lakers and you just got LeBron James. Let's say you just got LeBron James. we have left to do this year. There's nobody left worth picking up. We're going to make a small Yeah, they said they said LeBron probably is going to chill this year. That's, no, that's like the we're gonna make some small deals, kind of make our team a little bit more competitive, so it's a little bit more, a little bit more, so LeBron can thrive with them just the way he needs. Get some more shooters out there and a couple little things, but in general, this year's a wash. Hey, LeBron, go ahead and just accept like this. Not this ain't gonna be the year. We got four, we got four years to get it together for you. This the year, you the first, you the first step. Next year, we'll have some other moves on the table. We'll just let you. We'll kind of we'll, we're gonna make something else happen, but this is not gonna be the year that it does. So I 100 percent believe that. Barring like a superstar, not a star. A superstar comes. LeBron knows he's not making it to the finals, and I think we all know she, that. LeBron but LeBron ain't making it to the Western Conference Finals. Barring so, a no, that, that's actually what my thing is going to be. But LeBron, if you've been to the finals for eight straight years, nine out of ten years, are you really ready to get knocked out in the first or second round? Like that's my thing. Like I understand what everybody's saying. He, he probably believes he's not going to get a first round exit, with, but that is no, 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 this no, year. no. I don't think he'll get a first round exit. I think Man, LeBron could. Depending he, on who he with sees. me, I give LeBron enough credit. He'll he'll win for four games against if they if they are five or Let six feet, Pelicans, he'll win four games. I don't think it matters. Let them see the Pelicans. That's a wrap. I think. Well, well, I mean, what the Pelicans have Anthony Davis and, and Julius Randle. It don't matter. It don't matter. So that's I guess my point is just this: like, if you don't make it to the Western Conference Finals and you're LeBron, like. It, it, it doesn't matter. matter. I was like, you don't think one, it matters? It doesn't matter. You don't think so? If his team is... Man, LeBron's already interested in the one or two. Nobody gives a fuck about No, no, no. I don't think, but I don't think this is about ranking. Where I no, think it's no like, so I'm saying, I don't want to like, get knocked out in the... He, second round, like I would want to make it to the conference But if his team LeBron is signed, trash, his team is trash. Nobody, nobody a, cares. He signed a four-year deal, which means he's looking long-term, which means I'm, I'm willing Oh, he'll to retire bet, in LA no, easily. I'm willing to bet since he signed a four-year deal, he's willing to accept that that yeah. first year. Yeah, well, this year is a punt, bro. Wash. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, <laughs> nobody cares. Of, like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. We're going to try to get the young players developed. I would think he still want to make it to the conference finals. Like, no, no I, I'm 100% on your side. Like, no, he, he they're, always, they're not going to make it. No, no. He's going to want it. There's a difference between it and then actually knowing what your team is capable of. Now, if those younger players, like, Ingram, Kuzma, and somehow Lonzo gets a real jumper if they don't trade him out, which I think is going to happen at this rate because Lonzo and Bron ain't going to be able to throw out together. Neither is Rondo, which I don't get. But all yeah, right, I don't know you why, why you why you sign Rondo? Why you no. sign Lance? Why so do you listen, sign this, this people this that can't shoot? 
this is the, really this the funniest thing with me. Rondo been known as playoff Rondo for the because like he's like playoff wise he's the only player who's improved across the board in every category since he's been in the league. Playoff Rondo's going to be non-existent this year if they do make the when they do make the playoffs because point guards LeBron don't thrive anyway. Um, Especially a pass first point guard, you have to be a scorer. I think you want to get What does Luke Walton about play to do? I don't know how Luke Walton. Yeah, I got well, a question. Do you think that Luke Walton? Do you think Luke Walton will have more? I don't want to use the word authority, but that's the best one right now. More authority or more like, um, more like power. I, than I don't Ty know. Yes. I don't know. This is. Yes. I think he'll do better than Ty. No, Lou. He he'll do better than Ty Lue for sure. I think Brown will respect him a little bit more, only because because he has Magic in his corner. The same how Spoelstra had Pat Riley in his corner. Certain because because of who's backing him. Is why he would give him more leeway, more respect. I believe that I said just front. because he came from the Warriors, but that's also a good point. Yeah. That you bring no, up. The, oh, I yeah. forgot about that. You're right. That, yeah, no, that I, might help. I think too. coming from the Warriors, you kind of respect him. A little yeah, bit. I don't. I mean, but Brown wanted Ty Lue. That's the crazy part. I don't. I don't. Brown wants somebody that, yeah. he can control. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I part, thought he was going to run Spo out of no. town until he left. No, he and tried was, to. That's your article about that. I think people don't understand. Pat Riley actually talked about that. I'm gonna send it to you later. Okay. But I don't know. I, th- I think Lou at first kind of had some offensive schemes that worked, and then like they didn't, and so they kind of went from because you could tell there was a few times like when they would run plays with LeBron I at the elbow, and it was just so beat. Like the year that they, I won don't the think that Lou was a bad coach personally. I just feel like they didn't let him actually fully coach that. team. I actually do hope they let him stay at Cleveland, kind of like Spo stayed in Miami. And Spo, I still think is a guy that deserves the NBA Coach of the Year award. Before I believe he's all that said Cleveland can still actually make the playoffs. No, and be like an AFC. This is personal like, opinion. Cleveland will make the playoffs. No. They, like, like, they, they probably like gonna trade time. Kevin Love. I think they won't trade Kevin Love. But this is like a more of a thing to think about for sure. I just so like Ty Lue had to like stop coaching midseason because of stress. Nobody talked about the fact LeBron made his coach have to take two weeks off of work. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not LeBron's fault per se, yes, but it's it LeBron's yes, fault. It like that nigga was stressed out because he can't coach LeBron no, James. Listen, it was like, oh my god, he's a week off. LeBron is the golden boy to leave, so they will not they will not put that negativity out there like that. That's just honest, it's true. But LeBron Loki is a coach killer if they if they allow him to be. No, if they um, allow yeah, him, if they to allow be, him to be. No, Pat Riley didn't allow him to kill Spolstra. That was that's the only like, situation in which he wasn't allowed to be a coach killer. Like, I guess my thing is, think about Black, they when, were actually when did he they were still a winning. He was yeah. with Black. They were still a winning team before he. Uh, they no, they were like twelve months when they no, fired I have Black. no beef with Black. Like I, no. I, I, I understand what you mean by that, but I guess like when do we think he became a coach killer? Like, like you know how you could tell Mike Brown just wasn't a good coach, personal opinion. So I feel like Cleveland stuck with him longer than they should have. But I feel like right around that time, like the end of that, the end of that stink mm-hmm. is when I feel like all right. So he low key like they low key are gonna ship him out because of LeBron. Because low key didn't he get fired up before LeBron left? They fired him and hired Byron Scott. Yeah, I I just don't think like, that's how you that keep LeBron James. That first year, the first thing in Cleveland, I don't think it was anybody. Um, doesn't he? That's like like he was a coach killer. I mean, with all due respect, he no. had Paul Silas, Mike Brown, and then like you said, Iron Scott. Um, yes, I, I believe that he he can have the coach killer. You know what? I guess my I'm I do like LeBron, but I guess my biggest beef came when he got to like that. I call it Kobe Bryant with superstar status or superstar like when you know you're a superstar. It's when you don't get back on defense. You think every foul should be yours, like all those things. Um, and that's when I just kind of start to not dislike LeBron. But I'm just like, man, come on, bro, get get back on defense, go do something, stuff like that. Like and it happens with a lot of superstars. So I um. I don't know why you're clutching your pearls because I've been saying this for years, like years. <laughs> Listen, so when we record tomorrow, I need you to say the same thing. Please. I mean, keep that I same need our, energy. Like, I our mind. listeners need to hear you say this, just keep because I've been trying to I mean, get I you to say this for thing. a minute. I, I say it all the time. Like, I mean, not 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 on record. I have no problem calling people out. Not but, on um, record. That's what I'm saying. I need you to say this on record. Yes, sir. <laughs> Dang. Oh, I'll make sure I do that. Dang. 
Um, keep that same energy. More of the story. <laughs> Listen. So, keep that so same I guess energy. My last question, really, about the 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 LA, the the LeBron Lakers or whatever is. If a lot you of those were, careers are going right now. If you were to I make a move, that but, that, but see, the, but that, but that's the mm. point. So, so I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's that's kind of the point, bro. Like if Luke Walden is actually able to get, Le- if Luke Walden and Magic are able to convince LeBron to like pay attention and like run an offense, Lonzo will be fine. No, that's the thing. If they can convince LeBron to play to be off ball. Yeah, seventy percent yeah, of the time. That's the thing. They got to run an offense, run a fucking offense. Like so, like him and Ro- so Lonzo and Ronzo can just actually run the offense. Run the run start. the Warriors' Rondo offense, guys. Yeah. What the fuck? No, look, Rondo. Rondo's going to be so strong minded about it that he's not going to let LeBron bully him off, off the ball. No, I think that's, that's, where, that's I where strong Rondo coaching comes in. Yeah. Rondo just doesn't have to start, so I don't think him and I mean off the bench. So when he comes in, he's going to be like, all right. Look, this is me running. But this. you know what? I think Rondo would come in like, and again, we're just using kind of present tense. Like when LeBron uh, sits down, I would think that Rondo would come in for LeBron first because I don't. I actually think that's how they're going to run it. But like there will be there will be times like well, Rondo will be playing so well. We don't want to pull. We want to pull LeBron back out there. So now they got to You got. They'll have to co- they'll have to coexist. A few times, but could you imagine say, uh, the league in game situations? A little bit? No, they'll have, they'll have to, be able to coexist. No, the the game has changed a lot in the last ten years or so. But I think sometimes we also forget when Kobe didn't respect Rondo, so he sagged into the paint basically when he guarded him. But you Rondo's still had guys like now, no, but I'm saying dude. we still had guys like Paul Pierce and KG like and Ray Allen running around the court somehow getting open. You know what I'm saying? Because eventually you do like if you stay moving, you do kind of get tired of chasing. So is it going to be poetic like that? No, you hit enough screens, you gonna fade off eventually. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't think it'd be the worst, but no, my thing is I still believe in Lonzo. I truly believe that Lonzo will be a very will be a great player. Great. No, Lonzo's I should, elite. I believe. I saying, it. Lonzo's so cold on my 2K right now. It's insane. Listen, my, my player, this nigga averaging like 24. I, well, I mean, they, do, they did give him like a, 90, like a 92 projection. Bro, he averaging like 15 assists no, already. Saying, Lonzo, 15. Lonzo, I'm not exaggerating. 15. I actually truly believe that Lonzo will be like, I feel like, I know, I agree. He can get to that elite point. I actually do think he'll get to, he can get to elite. I don't want to give that to him just yet because last year we seen what he could do. Yeah. But now I need to see, like, your second year is now when people have, like, seen videotape on you. How how are you going to? I mean, like, I need to see what he does this year, and I need to make sure that LeBron doesn't kill that in the process yeah. of it. Like I need him to still be able to keep no, growing. My favorite part of the Lonzo Ball story, which nobody remembers, literally nobody. I tweet about this once every three months because it's literally the most intriguing part of his story to me. Levar was marketing the Ball brothers as shooters better than Steph. That's funny. That was that was the very first like selling point. Was my my boys shoot farther and better than Stephen Curry does? What's funny? Alonzo was actually a, a halfway decent shooter in college. I don't know what happened. Yeah, no, no. Now I be listening to basketball podcasts and they be like, Lonzo can't shoot, and I'm like, Did y'all not watch anything in college, dude? <laughs> two years ago, this nigga he was making everything. Like, what do you mean he can't shoot? His form no. is ugly. And if somebody with an ugly is, form, like I empathize. Lonzo will be a Lonzo will be a serviceable shooter this year because I feel like he he's been back in the gym this whole time mm-hmm. trying to get that back to what it was. Mm-hmm. He won't be as good as he was in college. Like he'll have to he'll have to get back to that point. Beginning of the year, he will be a serviceable serviceable shooter. So I I truly believe as long as LeBron as long as LeBron doesn't get in like waters let LeBron so long, get in his yeah. way. And let him keep like doing what he's doing because right. Lonzo has like that next level corpus. Like yeah. I put him saying copy well as like how I view Jason Kidd. In his like during those years, like I feel like he views the court so perfect, he makes those pat the right passes. No, nine he does. Times out of 10. He does. Like I, I, it threw me off the first time I watched him just because I was like, "Dog, you don't ever want the ball." Like he's he look, always looking for the next play. Like he's no, always say, looking the way for the he next reads play. the floor. Yeah, honestly, if you put him on a team full of players that are like that actually can like right. really like, get their stuff going. Running, like, running Steve Kerr's offense. If they if with Lonzo can run Steve Kerr's yeah, offense, perfect. With Lonzo Ingram, Brian. Another piece, and I don't even know who the fifth piece would like be. Like that pace and space yeah, offense, he but, could run that right. perfectly. 
Lonzo Ingram, Brian, and whatever that fourth piece is, that would be gorgeous. That's gonna be it, beautiful. It, like it could be doable. It just now is one of those. Can you implement it the right way? Yeah. And can will LeBron? Will LeBron let you do it? Really? That's the answer. that's the question. So yeah, I I believe in Lonzo. I no, I do too. I, I I'm just hoping LeBron doesn't ruin my belief. I don't. It's, people talk so bad about Lonzo over the past year. I'm like, no, I've been singing Lonzo's praises since day one. Like, nah, yeah, look, yeah, listen, I've he been. got bullied that first game, but nah, like, look, just watch, like, let the 19 year old grow. Give him a chance. What would you do in that 19? Were you the best at whatever you're doing right now? Of I, course, yeah, not. I just wanted to succeed. Give him a shot. Like, people hate his daddy so much. I'm like, man, he ain't got nothing no, to do. They with wish that, it bro. failure on him because of his pops. Yeah. Let that look. I'm like, skip man, his pops. Let that let him. that 19 year old be great. Especially because he was going crazy at UCLA, man. The other games was rocking. I, I I picked him to win the title that year. I was just rooting for Lonzo. I ain't going. I had to go. I had to actually go like somewhere deep, but uh, yeah, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, okay. my bracket was shot anyway, so that was a whole nother. Yeah, I'm like, a whole nother conversation. I'm like a half decade in the shot brackets. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I was. I used to do good at those things, man. Last was my worst year. I, I low key should have won a year before. Went. Eh, we ain't gonna talk about that either. Yeah. I lost a bet to King. Matter of fact, you owe me some. You owe me dinner, sir. Just thought oh. about that. Oh, oh, stuff coming. The up. Cavs got swept. You owe me dinner. Yikes! Yikes! <laughs> but all right. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, what else do I got on here? Okay, we talked about the Pistons ish. So you like Reggie Jackson? Two minutes. You like Reggie Jackson? Before he came to the Pistons, yes. I'm not a Piston fan, so that's another thing. Okay, that nigga's a bum. Moving on. Um, <laughs> no, like we signed Jose Cal- Calderon and um, bro, I thought that and Robinson lie. the third. Yeah, why? Like we already did that when he was younger, and it didn't work out. So why are we? No, why I, are we going to get? I honestly don't know what the Pistons are doing. Like new GM same type of tactics. Like no, look, they're going to stay bad. Listen, we already know Pistons are good every twenty years or so. No, you know the crazy part. And all right, two minutes for all you can tell us. But um, they'll they'll be a top six seed. Here's why: not because the East is trash, but because two things. One, I actually kind of believe in Dwayne Casey if he kind of runs the same offense. Two. Um, the only reason why I can kind of get jiggy with the Glenn Robinson the third um, signing. What is does he do? I, he's supposed shoot? to be a shooter. I'm saying, and here's why I can say that. Year? Dwayne Casey will play him if he can shoot. Stan Van Gunny has an issue with playing the right pieces. That was kind of my thing, too. Also, Stan Van Gunny, here's the, here's the last thing I'll say about the Pistons. Stan Van Gunny came in hoping to make Drummond like Dwight. What I mean by that is running the offense around the big man and letting him pass out to the post. He never stayed with the flow because he got Reedy Jackson, wanted to do a screen and roll. I think Dwayne Casey, he'll play a lot through Blake, probably at the point forward mm-hmm. position. Man, and we I need to trade Reggie and let Blake play point. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. So, no, you're fine because really my last point is I do think that we have a lot of point guards, so hopefully he's going to get some more shooting. Jose fucking cow. We've got Jose. We, I think we still got bikes on retainer. Ish, I think Ish we still got Ish. I still think we've got Reggie. Luke and I think we've got like, what um, are we doing? what's Buddy's name? Uh, he's not really a pure point, but Langston Gallery. So we've got like four or five. I like cut him. Six, cut. We've like, got like four or five point guards decks. under six four guards under six four. Cut. So, um, yeah, that, that's my Pistons deal. Like I'm gonna still watch them. Y'all They're gotta wait till y'all gotta wait till something kind of fall off y'all cap because otherwise y'all just kind of know. Yo, Josh Smith is still being paid by the Pistons five point three million dollars this year. This last year. Saw it on Insta. I, I don't know. We I didn't know that until just Josh now. Smith, five million dollars. You know I do five million dollars to not do nothing. Listen, sit I mean, on my We already know couch. that Gilbert Arenas had the best NBA contract to be yeah, six was years still, out the league. Yeah, like, did he make twenty mil? Oh, so yeah. he made twenty. Yeah, he was man. making twenty mil like his last. Yeah, no, four I, years I, I remember reading this story. Oh, I think it was like Young Insta. It might have even been like Young Twitter. It was a dude who said like he just happened to get invited to a party in like Beverly Hills or something like that, and like this dope ass like Maserati or Ferrari or something pulled up, and he was like, "Who the hell is that?" Blah blah. blah. It was Gil. Like, no, what? Why are you so look like you just living a life, huh? Because you don't, you them chest clear every two weeks. Huh? Me so and you, Instagram, honey, bro. Yeah, because them chest clear, so you smooth. He's hilarious. I mean, not 
he's hilarious in the worst type of misogynistic way, but he be making the funniest jokes on Twitter sometimes, on Insta sometimes. I'd be like, Gilbert, chill out. You know, Gilbert straight. Um, again, this is not me trying to really, or take over your podcast, but your boy Grant Hill pisses man. If he yeah. get, if he get into the like, I mean, what's good? Who else is up to for ballot this year? I think he got in, right? Yeah, I think they already announced because it's in September. Yeah, I think they already officially made sure. it, right? I mean, I don't. I had a tweet that I put in my drafts because I'm pussy. I don't want to get in arguments with people on the internet. But <laughs> I argue like my argument basically was like if Grant Hill goes in, he has to go in as a piston, which means he shouldn't go in. Like, what did he do? The crazy part, yeah, he was what four years with us, I think, before like no, like six. I think he got drafted ninety four. I don't know why I thought 96. Okay. That was 94. He won the 96 draft. Okay. I mean, he was rookie of the year. I mean, he was averaging 25. And it's like, I 100% if we going to base it off of us, he could be in there. I don't even know if he got no, 50 like, games with Orlando. That's what I'm saying. Like, I look out through the lens of like, he was here and he was probably like a top six player here for three, four years. That's cool. It's a four-year run. Personally, I, I think I don't think he should get in because I, I, I don't know his college stuff. Either. Yeah, everybody like college counts. So no, no, people say because it's the basketball hall of fame, not the NBA hall of fame. I mean, he's a Duke guy, so he would and, get and he in. won two titles. Yeah, he would get yeah. in. Okay, that. so um, he's gonna get in. Yeah. Okay, so second to that point, this is I, mean, I need this, them to actually separate the college hall, like college, like basketball hall of fame and the NBA hall of fame. Like, that's yeah, something to be we we be letting a lot of people in. Uh, you don't really want that. No, that's why I need them to separate because certain players should not have. No, but I'm saying like if we do, I get what you're saying, but nah. I um, think there is a college basketball Hall of Fame too. No, which there, there is, but which is weird because like we have a college yeah, one, but then you have an NBA. Right, there is no NBA. There's no NBA. It's a basketball. Yeah. Um, does that mean that Stackhouse has a chance to ever get in? Hell no. no he does. I mean, that's Stack, the bad part. No, he does. I mean, I Stackhouse scored so. like fifty anything? plus with us. He went to UNC. I don't. I can't remember. I think Stackhouse made like one All Star game. They lost in a title game that year. He was there. You compare his stats to other people. Like his stats are comparable enough to get. You got to remember that he was on that Rasheed Wallace, Eric Montrose team, and somebody else. UNC, and I think they lost in the championship game. So, yeah. Um, he's just another guy just to, just to throw out there, especially when we come down to the. Oh, real quick. This is my last Hall of Fame one. Vince Carter, yes or no? Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. No question. Hey, we he didn't win him. nothing either, though. But, I mean, it's yeah. all about context because I want him in because he's the greatest in game dunker I've ever seen. No, so I think he like won he three first, What, two or three time dunk contests? I'm saying, He'll get in. No, no he only won one. He, only, he, 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 he didn't want it done, but he made like 10 All Star games straight. He was leading All Star games. I'll be honest. T Mac made it, so he'll make it. No, my thing is. In his prime, his stats during his prime will be more enough to get him in. He didn't win nothing, though. Though I mean, stats. at the end of the day, no. I mean, people, I mean, look, shoot, Barkley got in. Man, I, I Barkley made a finals though. Yeah, I'm about to say, and Barkley was like top fifty NBA yeah. players of all time at one point. Um, I mean, Vince could probably, I think I kind of can compare mm. to on a lower extent. Of course, this player that I'm about to compare him to is not skill wise the same, but like in terms of bad timing. This card is kind of like my Antonio McDyce thing. Like, he went to two teams wow. a year after they won the finals. Gotcha, okay. McDyce came to the Pistons right after the finals and then San, San Antonio right before. This or vice versa, something like that. And this came one year after the next one yeah, to the finals. So and then right. also after the Mavericks. I think a lot of people forget oh, about that. That team where right. they played against the Heat, he wasn't on that team. Oh, well. So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I ain't a rings type of dude. I do I'm, think Not for Hall of Fame, like, but just, of, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm a rings only count when you're talking about top, like, top, like you're in that top 10 conversation. Yeah. See, we don't have enough time to go into that type of no, debate, so. It shouldn't be, but I, but I think that's only time it's really included. I mean, I get mad when people say Chris Bosh shouldn't go in. It's like, man. Huh? People, there are people who don't believe Chris. There's people KG that forget about Chris, it. but people forget about his Toronto years. KG 2.0 definitely deserves Hall of Fame. Yeah. His but ring just solidifies that. I mean, but every, I mean, people shit on his heat runs. He was third, blah, blah, blah whatever. Didn't he still average like 18? Yeah, he was going crazy. I mean, he Kevin, was like 18 and Kevin nine, right? Love going to the hard now. He has a ring. But like, I feel like people going to look at it like Kevin Love should go in. Shoot, Kevin Love shit too. 2020. I, I'm sorry. 2020 gets it. But Down no, the road. No, because that's the thing. Like, 
I'm I'm very mad by Chris Webber making it because he didn't make a finals. But I think his like career peak, he averaged like twenty nine and thirteen. I would say if, if your prime, University of Michigan. I would say if your prime no, is good enough, but he was in Sacramento. He was the best player on that team. He was a hoe, but he, he was the best player no, on that the, team. There was a final that they were supposed to be in that only Robert Ory could take from them, and the referees. But that's <laughs> yeah, and the referee. They're like, yeah, yeah. I ain't. Oh, the trust me. I, I think that that she should probably have another finals too, but that's neither here nor there because he should have had one with the Blazers too. But that's yeah. you know. No, they blew that lead. That's a shack. No, they blew that lead, but no, I mean it got to be some it got to be some real questions. She's, she's, no, she's talking does. about that though. That time all he said ruined like their whole shot, like he killed their momentum. Oh yeah. Like he said from the moment that time all happened, that team Shout out to you for listening oh, to Taylor listen, Rooks, man. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you. Shout out to Taylor. Hey Taylor. Taylor's so fine, bro. Um hey Taylor. So yeah, so so oh Man, I, I would be remiss. Again, this is your show, and I, I got a bad habit of doing this. Right. I'll be remiss to not let you at least tell the people before like you leave. Like space even coming up, man. You gotta sh- give oh, us something, yeah. bro. Oh yeah, what's up? I was like, didn't you? Uh, didn't you already? Sh- okay, never mind. You got it. Go what ahead. Up? Never mind. What's you up? got no, it. No, no. What's the question? You got it. Never mind. What do you mean? Never mind. Man, no, we got no, ten seconds. Y'all got to come on with space season. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, so you you participating again? Yes, yes. Me, me and my homeboy Will, we uh we got a team this time. We gonna we gonna come for the throne, man. Yeah. Uh, when is it? July fifteenth, mm-hmm. Sunday after next. I, so you missed it. I did. I did I'm like saying, announcements okay. at the beginning. Yeah, oh, you were, yeah. That's, all, that's all about the. Well, no, I mean, we, so why I, did y'all let me make a fool of myself? No, I mean, the, we about to close. Obviously, we only got a couple minutes left. I appreciate you throwing me the oop. Now that, that's that's real, Chauncey to you know, Chauncey to I try to get my point guard. Right you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I appreciate it, but no, I mean, uh, I appreciate the live. July fifteenth, Quinter Cut Fray Yard, uh, noon to five. Uh, I tell we got about 11, 12 teams. So people can come and watch. More. People can come and watch. Just right, come cool. and donate. So that, that's $5 donation. Um, there's going to be food trucks, bottomless mimosas. Uh, oh, yeah. bottomless mimosas. Oh, I didn't say that at first. Bottomless mimosas, everybody. Pull up. Listen, you got me. Like, I'm so. Man. Pull up on the on kids. A Sunday with a beautiful afternoon. It's going to be a, it's going to be a beautiful Sunday. It's like a day party. It's for on the cut. Like, come on, guys. What more do y'all want from us? What more do you want from me? Yeah, yeah, he really trying to give y'all everything at this point. What more do you want from me? And then we going from there to uh, Willie Mac Jr.'s listening party. Uh, five. Shout out. Well, I started at three, but y'all not leaving our party till it's over. So <laughs> we all gonna go over there in unison. But no, nah, my brother dropping his tape, uh, Ink University, back to cool that day too. So it's gonna be a good little Sunday, bro. That's what's up, man. You know, you know, you know. What y'all got planned? Y'all got anything up, up y'all? See? Shout out to. I, I tried to help promote the bike fundraiser a little bit. Man. Congratulations and to y'all for getting that. Good looks on that, though. That. Yeah, yeah, man. Congratulations um, had a good turnout. Yeah. Got, yeah. About, got rid of a, about 60 bikes roughly there. Yeah, about. yeah. And that's, that's just on the day of. Remember, we got rid of a few. Oh, yeah. Before, I, so I, got, I know I got out a couple 70. before. Um, so that was really cool, man. We only thought we'd be able to give away about 30-ish was the goal. So we're uh, we're happy about that, man. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all got anything else on up y'all sleeves? Um, this, I'm not working on anything currently. Yeah, we... So. Uh, we, I got something that I haven't shared yet, but we'll uh we'll get that to you. Don't All right, worry. Man. All right, plug your social medias real quick so we can get out of here. Um, everything. I'm K Terry three one three. So first initial, last name in the area code. Twitter, Instagram, sir. Cardo one zero two underscores the Instagram. Hard work pays off. Nine is the Twitter. One day I'm gonna change that whenever I get around to it. Yeah. Beat the buzzer podcast Beat is buzzer our podcast. actual page. I have that on Facebook and uh, Instagram. So follow both. Yeah. Listen to these boys. They got some good shows up. Uh, appreciate show dropping y'all. tomorrow. Show come, show dropping tomorrow. Appreciate y'all for coming through. Thank uh, you. I forgot last week to thank my brother Chinaman himself for using for letting me use his music for my theme music last season. Thank you, bro. Uh, what's who's him consulting? Hire me to write for you because y'all don't like to do it, and I do. <laughs> so what's up? Uh, invest in yourselves, people. That's all I got. We gotta get out of here. Sign up for the fundraiser too. At Team Cedric Gill is the social media for that. Uh, we'll be back next week. I'm doing four this month. Until then, see you guys.
Compton kid And everything I am must be what Detroit is I'm Detroit Zone I'm Detroit Zone I'm Detroit Zone blessed and it owns my love And everything I am is what Detroit once was I'm Detroit Zone